What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Feel my, I've lost my I'm dizzy. But what's good, y'all? Welcome back to Believe in the Miami. He brought to you by the Believe Network. As always, I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. The last time I did one of these, I got a comment that someone said, uh, hey, man, get into the basketball. We don't want to hear about all this stuff. And I just responded saying, listen, man, it's, it's my podcast. The, the beauty of my having my own podcast is the freedom to talk about whatever I want. Now, if that doesn't interest you, that's fine. I understand. But that is why I do have timestamps down below. So feel free to check those out if there's a specific topic that you want to get into. So for those of y'all that don't know, this is my podcast. I have an audio only version also that's on all the platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. And if you are on the audio side, come check out the YouTube side because we got a bunch of fun graphics over here. So just search Anthony Tenardo. But the main thing I want to talk about today is this SB Nation article that came out, which is titled five ways Damian Lillard's trade request can play out. And I started reading through this and yeah, a lot of it is sort of obvious, but I do have opinions on, on all of it. Uh, so I kind of want to get into what I think will happen and what will happen in these scenarios. So of course, the first option that they bring up is the one that is going to happen. I've been guaranteeing it for Damn, what are we? I think we're on like day 21 of Damian Lillard watch, which is crazy. When when Dame first asked out, I told myself if he's not here within three or four days, I'm gonna lose all hope. Because when a guy wants to be here, you get him as soon as possible. But basically, you know, after everything we've seen since then and, and how hard his agents coming out and said, hey, don't trade for my client. And we've heard, you know, Dames can't repeatedly say Miami, Miami, Miami. We've heard Chris Haynes say nothing but Miami. That's what's giving me the confidence that he will end up here. It just seems like the problem now is the Portland Trailblazer side, whether it's Joe Cronin or that other guy that they're talking about, the owner whose name is slipping my mind at the moment. We don't know that's what's exactly going on, but at some point, Dane will be here. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Hopefully it's before training camp, but before the day that I die, I guarantee he'll be on this roster. Obviously, that'll be too late, but... The first scenario is Damian Lillard getting traded to the Miami Heat. Now, the article mentions that the Heat got the 2028 and 2030 pick. We all know they can get that third first-round pick opened up by either trading with the Oklahoma City Thunder or removing some protections on the previous pick. All kind of rules I don't think anybody except Andy Ellisberg understands, but they basically can say they have three first-round picks. And then, of course, the article mentions Kyle Lowry, Hamid Hawkins, Nikola Jovic. And what I do like 
is that they say, uh, and also they say Miami could take on Yusuf Nurkic, which would help the Trailblazers. Uh, what I do like is they say this would actually be a pretty good deal for the Trailblazers, something that nobody seems to be talking about. If you listen to 90% of the national media who doesn't know a damn thing about a damn thing, they all say Miami can't offer a good package, when not only is this package on par with what other star players have got traded in the past is better than a lot of it. If you look at James Harden getting traded for three first round picks, Rodney Karukis and a thousand swaps that are meaningless. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of the trades are on par with this when a guy demands out. Cause obviously when a star demands out, the team loses a lot of leverage. Now people would argue and say, hey, James Harden was on the expiring deals. It's different, you know, but still when a star player demands out, especially a guy of the status of Damian Lillard and the status he has inside that Trailblazer organization. I don't really think they have a choice, but I, I feel like I'm jumping ahead of myself in here. I wanna just strictly start by talking about Dame to Miami. I guess I should stay to say too, a lot of star players went for a lot more. Obviously, Kevin Durant got a pretty hefty package. Mikel Bridges, a ton of picks. Rudy Gobert got a ton of assets as well because that GM is an idiot. But I look at that as, as more of an outlier. Uh, people were saying that that Rudy Gobert trade set the market, uh, and it did for maybe that offseason, but things certainly came back down to earth since then because people realized how awful a deal that was because Gobert is a bum. But this is a scenario I believe, right? When you got a guy, when you got a guy as adamant as Damian Lillard has been about wanting to join the Miami Heat, I do believe that one, they will eventually do right by him, whether it's the Trailblazers' choice or whether they have no other. Whoa, options. stop the video. I see you ain't subscribed yet. That's crazy. Nah, but for real, go ahead and subscribe. Leave a like if you enjoy. Really got a dream to do this full time one day, and it helps your boy out a lot. Thank you. Because that's what it sounds like right now is that there's really no other great options on the table. I mean, what GM would want to trade? Their, what, what GM would want to mortgage their entire future for a guy who doesn't want to be there? I mean, for for the Trailblazers to pick it, to send Dame to a team that's not the Miami Heat, they would need a substantially better package. That that's not something that a lot of people are noticing either. But it's true. Imagine if they send Dame to a team that that has a similar offer to the one I, I mentioned a couple minutes ago about Miami. The, the, all, the entire front office would get fired immediately just from the PR standpoint alone. Trailblazers fans would be pissed. I honestly believe that. And, and I could say that I have a lot of them in my comments, of course, and I'm hearing that a, a lot of them. Now, they're not saying, hey, do Dame Rice and Dame for trash, but they're saying, hey, just give, give your best offer, Miami, and we'll, we'll live with the consequences of that. They, a lot of them understand that Portland hasn't done a great job building a team as I get a notification that's not Dame coming to Miami, and therefore, I don't care. Uh, let's go ahead and silence that because <laughs> I said last video I'm only answering notifications if it's about Dame to Miami uh, so that's why I need this thing to be soon as a Heat fan every time my phone buzzes I get a little excitement uh, just to get uh, obviously uh, annoyed bothered every time that I look down and it's not Dame to Miami uh, but anyways I think Trailblazers fans do want to do right by Dame as long as they get a package that they deem to be realistically fair and that's not to say, you know, oh, let's send him to Boston for Jalen Brown. That's the type of package we need because that's not realistic. And truthfully, I think that's the type of package you would take for the Trailblazers to send Dame to another team. They, the, the only names that you might have heard that maybe have a 1% chance of actually getting moved for Dame is like Jalen Brown, Paul George, Zion Williamson. You would need a, a package centered around a guy like that in order for the Trailblazers to send Dame to a team not named Miami. That's why I just don't think it's going to happen because Joe, Joe Cronin would not make it through the rest of the season if he was to send Dame elsewhere. 
and it wasn't for a superstar package. That's why that's why I do think this is the most realistic scenario. Now, it might take a lot longer than we thought. Uh, we've heard Chris Haynes had a bunch of quotes that came out today from his podcast with Mark Stein, basically saying the communication between the Trailblazers and the Heat is zero. We heard him say, Miami told, or Portland told Miami, put your best offer out there. But it doesn't really seem like Portland is willing to negotiate, find that third team to take on Tyler Hero, because I think we've all kind of came to that conclusion that Hero will be going to a third team. Maybe it's the Spurs, or we've heard the Nets, obviously, Utah, Toronto is another one we've heard a lot of. Uh, I actually am going to try to have a very interesting Tyler Hero video out on Sunday, which may or may not have a rap in it that I'm pretty excited about. Uh, it's going to be a lot of work, though, so no promises I get it done by Sunday, but I'll try to get it done at some point. But uh, that, That's pretty much all I want to speak on about the uh, Dame to the Heat side of things, because we've kind of discussed a lot about that, uh, and I do think it's the most realistic scenario. Uh, so the next one that this article mentions is number two, Damian Lillard returns to the Trailblazers and waits to be dealt. Now, they are, of course, comparing this to the Kevin Durant situation. He had demanded outs in the offseason, and then I guess he kind of decided to play for the Brooklyn Nets. This scenario, I do think, is, is obviously a lot different, which the article does note also. One, Kevin Durant is not to the Brooklyn Nets what Damian Lillard is to the Trailblazers. Uh... I think Dane would find it pretty disrespectful that they're dragging him along after everything he's done for that team and all the empty promises that they made him. So I think it's a bit different there. Also, Kevin Durant wasn't necessarily unhappy in Brooklyn. He was more unhappy, it seemed like, with either the head coach, Steve Nash, or someone in the front office. And he was more so willing to say, uh, say it's either me or them. And, you know, they made the moves, whatever they did, played for a little bit. And then it's once Kyrie asked out, that's when Kevin Durant, of course, got traded too. And the Suns, they had Matt Ishbia, who did make that monster trade, a trade a lot of GMs I don't think would take the gamble on. Maybe nobody else outside of Masai Ujiri, because we saw that man trade his franchise player in DeMar DeRozan for one year of Kawhi Leonard. Hey, which one of the biggest risks taken of all time. And it worked out for that man, because they won the championship. I don't care if he left after one year, that was a good trade for the Toronto Raptors back then. So. Uh, the contract notes that Lillard's under contract uh, in Portland until 2026, where he's, of course, getting paid $63 million, where he will be 37 years old. Uh, that's a, a, another thing a lot of Portland fans are saying. They're saying, hey, uh, I understand that, you know, we want to do right by Dame, but Portland still has all the leverage because he's under contract for four more years. That's not how that works. I mean, if you think about it, let, let's say Dame plays, right? The distraction alone that's going to be hovering around that entire organization for the entire time that he's there is is terrible. Especially when you consider the fact that they got a roster full of young guys, like Anthony Simon, Shaden Sharp, Scoot Henderson. If, if you're a Trailblazers fan, do you want Scoot Henderson getting plastered with these Damian Lillard questions when he's supposed to just be focused on him and himself? And also, how about rebuilding the team, actually starting a rebuild instead of doing this half-ass, half the roster's 19-year-olds, and then we got Damian Lillard, so now we're stuck in that 11, 10, 9 range, you know, uh, going into the playoffs? You, you're putting yourself to, to, to be stuck in mediocrity or just below that. That's not, front, far, uh, that's not smart from a front office organizational standpoint, just as a whole. It's not smart from a PR standpoint, and I think it just leads to an entire, entire mess. So I don't think this is a smart thing to do on, on any side, really, truthfully. Uh, the next uh, 
The next option they have here is Damian Lillard rescinds his trade request. Uh, as a Heat fan, that would be the nightmare scenario. Now, the article did go into mentioning saying, hey, maybe Nurkic has a bounce back season. Maybe Scoot Henderson is an all-star from day one, which both of those things could be possible. I mean, Nurkic was a very good player in his career. They obviously have other good young guys there. But Scoot Henderson is the guy that you look at and say, hey, this kid is going to be a star. How early can he do it, though? Maybe they get out. Maybe maybe Joe Cronin and the owner whose name I can't mention, but he seems like an asshole based off everything I read. Maybe they keep Dame into the season. Dame says uh, he'll play, which, you know, was the last option. And maybe the Trailblazers are well. So well enough that Dame says, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and stay on this team with the 19-year-old and Jeremy Grant getting paid almost as much as I am. Maybe I'll do that. That scenario does not sound realistic at all to me. Maybe I'm being hopeful. Maybe I'm wishful thinking. I just don't think it's possible. Dame's been there for 11 years. This was not an overnight decision of his. It was the culmination of everything he's been told for years and years and years. I don't think that's the kind of thing that just gets, uh, I don't think you just change your mind about that after just a couple months, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't think that's how that works. Now, I do remember last year, uh, hoping Portland lost every single game possible because I remember saying, hey, if he was ever gonna ask out, I would need the team to suck. And they, they pulled through for me. They were pretty bad. <laughs> and it also helped that the Trailblazers sat Dame to end the season because they wanted to get a higher draft pick to trade and then they ended up not trading him. So how do you think that makes Dame feel, by the way? The fact that they told him to sit, he said, you know what? A guy that likes to hoop, a guy that whose passion is the game of basketball, he sat because he wanted to help the organization get a better asset to trade to help him. And they didn't do that. They took a 19-year-old. Uh, but yeah, so just like I was rooting against them last year, if Dame was to start the season with them, I'd be rooting heavily against them too. Although truthfully, I have nothing about them. I truthfully like their entire roster from up to down. Uh, I even like them uh, when we traded Whiteside to them. I was rooting for them back then. I was rooting for them back in the days they had LaMarcus Aldridge because that was one of my favorite players back then too. Uh, so to the Trailblazers fans that may be watching this, nothing against y'all, but I got my own agendas that I need to thrive. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the fourth option that this article mentions is Damian Lillard holding out until the trade happens. And this is where things get spicy. The article compares it to Ben Simmons sitting out with the 76ers. Again, completely different because Ben Simmons was looked at as a bum. And Damian Lillard is obviously looked at as the top 75 player of all time, which he is because he's one of the greatest shooters of all time. Uh, this is a dream scenario. I call this the make a stink scenario. Uh, shout out to the Tobin and Leroy show. They always call it a... Uh, what do they call it? Moss. They say, you got a mass. You got to make us think. Just, and I saw uh, Clayton Ferraro on Twitter today called it the Jimmy Butler playbook. Because y'all remember when Jimmy was with Minnesota and wanted out, he uh, did all, he had the Rachel Nichols interviews. He wanted to practice and beat the third stringers. I heard on Jeff Teague's podcast, Jimmy even showed up wearing a Minnesota Timberwolves shirt, but the whole logo was cut out the chest. So he had his whole chest just stone, showing through the shirt in the game that he took the third stringers, beat the starters, so he beat Wiggs, he beat Towns, he beat all of them, and then he said, you need me. You can't effing win without me. And then, of course, that's when he talked to Rachel Nichols and, and do, did a whole firestorm. So would Dame go to that extent? Probably not, because I don't think he's a psychopath in the same way that Jimmy Butler is, but he could still make a sink, maybe meaning that he does sit down with Chris Haynes, he does expose all the promises that the Trailblazers did him, and then how they did a complete 180 on the word, and how they did him dirty, and how he just wants to win, and who knows about how much other negative stuff that's happened there that we couldn't have imagined. I guess it's a ton because all we ever heard about Dame these last 11 years is he wants to stay in Portland. He doesn't want to run from the grind. He loves this city, which I'm sure he still does. 
So if, if you take that into account and then think about how he still wants to leave the organization, that tells me that something must be going on behind the scenes that doesn't make him happy at all. So the goal, what the hope is, that since this trade didn't get done early, since it didn't happen in Vegas when we all hoped, even Chris Haynes said that the Heat and Blazers did not meet in Vegas, this sounds like something the Blazers are willing to hold out at least until training camp. And if you do get before training camp, if you're like, you know, a couple days in, it still hasn't happened, that's when Dame needs to make a sting. That's when he has to start saying, hey, I'm not playing unless you trade me. And if Portland was smart, which I'm not so sure they are, again, I don't want to keep saying Joe Crony because it could be this other guy we kept hearing about. I'm going to have a video about that too because I want to do some more research on that guy. Uh, it's not Paul Allen. It's, it's the other guy. But uh, I've seen a couple quotes on Twitter basically saying it's always his way or the highway. Uh, he, he's that type of guy. Uh, so maybe he's the guy in Joe Cronin's ear saying, hey, screw over Damian Lillard. Who, who knows? Uh, but this this is the, uh, <laughs> unless Dame gets traded to the Heat tomorrow, this is probably the best scenario that he just holds out until the trade does happen. And of course, your hope is the Miami Heat. And uh, that could be fun. That, that could be fun. That could be interesting. Now, people might say, hey, that could tarnish Dame's reputation. But hey, uh, I say it's pretty cr- critical when people still still look at James Harden as one of the elite players in this league and and after everything that he's done on the court from wearing to fat from wearing a fat suit to get traded to to now where he's also demanding one team and I haven't heard the kind of backlash from him that uh I've heard about Damian Lillard so that's where the hypocrisy comes from and I think it's just because he wants to come to Miami at least that's what Bill Simmons uh leads me to leave uh the fifth scenario on here and this article calls it the most fun scenario to think about, which I disagree with, is Damian Lillard getting traded to a team that isn't the Heat. Now, of course, they call this the most fun scenario because they think that this could just cause some sort of firestorm. Maybe Dame gets to the new team and then decides to sit, and then what do you do in that spot? I think that could have league-changing ramifications if something like to that was uh, if something like that was going to happen. They'd have to add all kind of new rules and everything like that because. At the end of the day, Dame is under contract. There's a certain extent of what you can and can't do. Uh, and that when, uh, and he might be willing to toe the line there. Uh, that's kind of what I was talking about in the last trade, where, or the, the last option, where is if he was to sit out, how would that play? Uh, and again, the teams it mentions is the Boston Celtics, uh, who could offer Derek, Derek White and Robert Williams. That's not a better package than what Miami can offer. They have the same amount of picks. This mentions the Toronto Raptors trading Scotty Barnes. That would be completely idiotic for the Raptors. Uh, Damian Lillard would make them a mediocre team. They'd have no other really win-now players outside of Siakam and Ananobi, but that's not taking them out of the first or second round. It'd be really dumb for the, the Raptors to do that. I think they got a lot of good pieces right now to rebuild. I think they can get a lot of good assets for uh, Ananobi or Siakam if they wanted to build around Scotty Barnes, uh, who I think is certainly capable. Uh, that, I think that'd be really dumb, dumb for the Raptors. The article also mentions the 76ers, who do not have a better package than the Heat because they don't even have any draft picks. And at this point, who, who is a better asset to flip to a third team? Tyler Hero, James Harden? I would argue that it's Tyler Hero. I really would. Because James Harden's got one year left on his deal. He's going to want to re-up for a max four-year deal. And then that's going to be one of the worst contracts in the league. Tyler Hero is at least a 20-year-old who, or is at least, what is he, 21, 22-year-old, who's getting paid what what will look like a normal deal in a couple years' time. And he's a guy that's already scoring over 20 points per game efficiently. He's a guy that can pass the ball. He's a guy that can rebound. He's a guy that's not afraid of the big moment. And he's a guy that is getting wildly disrespected at the moment. 
people acting like Tyler Hero is a trash asset, a garbage basketball player, it is ridiculous. People saying that the Trailblazers would rather have Tyrese Maxey way more than Tyler Hero. Now, yeah, well, I'll sit here and I'll tell you that I think Tyrese Maxey is a better player than Tyler Hero. To act like he's four or five tiers better is just stupid. And part of the reason that, that they say the Blazers wouldn't want Tyler Hero is because of his contract. Well, guess what? Maxey has one year left on his deal. So if they were to trade for Tyrese Maxey, they would just have to pay him in a year, and they'd pay him a lot more money than Tyler Hero's getting paid now anyways. So that whole argument is stupid, and the disrespect around Tyler Hero really needs to stop. He has his flaws. I'm not doubting that. But to act like he's a trash player and a trash asset and nobody wants him is just ridiculous. Well, that is pretty much all the options that this article has. I think... Uh, well, I was going to say, I think they're all possible. They are all possible. That's quite literally all the options. Y'all saw me do the Doctor Strange in the beginning. Uh, what do I think is going to happen? I think Damian Lillard is going to get traded to the Miami Heat. Uh, I believe training camp starts when? August, September. It'll happen a couple weeks before that, I believe. Uh, I believe they're going to trade Lowry's expiring Tyler Hero to some third team. I don't care who. Uh, and they're going to trade all the picks. I guess three picks and, uh, and Jovic. That's what I think. I think that he keep Caleb Martin. I think that the Blazers don't end up wanting Caleb because, like, he, he's on. He's got a player option next year, so he'd opt out after this year and re-sign for a ton more money. He doesn't fit that team's timeline. I don't think that makes sense for them. And I still think that he'd have enough leverage that they can keep one of Hame or Jovic. I think they let the Blazers pick, and I do think the Blazers pick Jovic, which I'm okay with. I love Jovic. I love Hame. Y'all know if you've been watching this channel, I've been going back and forth on which one I'd rather keep. So I can't pick at the end of the day. If you're able to keep Caleb and you're able to keep one of those two young guys, I think that's a win for the Miami Heat. And I think Dame will be on this team come training camp. And if he's not, I look for Dame to make it ugly. I, I do. Dame's made it pretty, pretty clear he's not happy at the moment. Uh, and if they don't abide by him, I just think it's going to get a lot worse. But that's all I got for this pod. I'm super excited tonight because as y'all know, it is messy day. Now, I'm not a big soccer guy. But if y'all seen Thomas on the channel, that's my roommate. That's my homeboy. Uh, one of the worst basketball players I've ever played. I mean, just god-awful IQ. Uh, but he's a big soccer guy because he's Argentinian. So, of course, we're real hyped to watch Messi tonight. Uh, I'm hyped to watch Inter-Miami. Does that make me a bandwagon? Because I've never watched a single Inter-Miami game in my life. But I rep all Miami teams. Obviously, the Heat, the Dolphins. Y'all see the Dolphins uh, blanket back there. But I am a big Dolphins guy, too. And I, I want to start put, uh, pumping out some Dolphins content. Uh, as soon as training camp starts there, because for those of y'all that don't know, I'm big into the Dolphins. And I think, I tell you, I think they got a chance to, to go all the way this year. I mean, I really, really do. The AFC is tough. The AFC East is tough. Who even knows if they're better than the Jets? Because Aaron, Ro I, I do put respect on Aaron Rodgers' name. People say he's washed up. I think you put him in a new situation with the Jets and all the other young talent that they have. I think that team can be really good. You obviously have the Bills, even though they seem to start be slowing down a little bit. And the Dolphins were competitive with them multiple times last year, including the one game that they did win. But when you look at this Dolphins roster, there's not really a, a defined weakness outside of the offensive line, which is one of the most important things in football. That's why every time I get excited, I think about how bad the O-line is. And then I start to tone it down a couple notches. But, I mean, the, the offensive group is obviously insane with Tyree Kill and Jalen Wadwin and hopefully Dalvin Cook very, very soon. I'm, I'm hoping. But, obviously, that ex the, the extent of the offense goes as far as Tua goes. I'm not one of those people that thinks he's, that thinks he's ass. I'm, I'm just very acknowledging that he's injury prone. And if he continues to be that way, this team will suck. But if by the, the, the powers of God he's able to stay healthy, please, I beg of you, 
I think he's going to continue to dominate. And then obviously the defensive side has, has been very, very good these last few years. Not so much last year as the year before, but I'm hoping you got the guys like Brandon Jones back healthy, Emmanuel Ogba fully back healthy. You get improvement from Christian Wilkins, and then you get Jalen Ramsey, which means less Noah Igbenogany minutes. So that's a addition by subtraction right there. But I'm excited about them. So maybe with some, with some more Dolphins content. I did get into the Panthers last season, obviously, when they went on their run. Uh, I keep up with the Marlins through the radio, although I'm not watching much. But Inner Miami, that's going to be my new passion. So does that make me a bandwagon? That's how this all, all this talk started. Does that make me a bandwagon because I root for all Miami teams? I don't think so. But I'll be watching tonight, so that'll, be, that'll probably be pretty interesting. Uh, also, I'm hoping to have an Adrian Wojnarowski slander video out tomorrow. Uh, that's going to be a lot of work too So I'll see if I'll get it done in time But just, just for the people that stay to this end of the episode I'll give y'all a little bit of a treat there But that's all I got for this podcast Make sure to like the episode if you enjoy So all these other people can see it And it helps the algorithm boost me up Because I do appreciate that a lot And I'll see y'all next time Look, pull up in the city, trying to get that dead fast sight. Do it on my own, I don't need no dead weight. Had to kill him off, yeah, I need a head space. You know this homegrown bitch don't offend me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.